our babies. Um, and then, then you shit. didn't even spray at my parents house just fucking washed my hands and walked out and said bye thanks for watching the kids <laughs> what did they say when they saw this whole thing they're just like well ray's here just another normal day <laughs> yeah. my dad's like what are you doing and then he saw me puke and he started laughing his ass off at me and he goes you're a fucking amateur if you were drinking his mom Italian was like margarita. his mom was like hey get that out of me my son's here <laughs> uh let's uh let's talk about that sloppy day in foxborough the patriots uh they they did pull one out. Speaking of pulling out, uh, they got one. Uh, both five and good, four good on the on the season. Uh, well, it, it was not it was not pretty. Let's go to our key te- takeaways before we get into the show. Uh, Roberto, I'll start with you. Your key takeaway of uh, Sunday's game against the Colts. Well, the key takeaway I'm taking today is, I mean, the Colts are all sorts of fucked up. They fired their coach and promoted an ESPN analyst as their interim coach right now. So they don't know what the hell's going on. But my actual takeaway from the game is, yeah, like, I, I don't think the Patriots can do what the Jets did yesterday and come come back and beat the Bills at home. I mean, I, I didn't see anything that would indicate that they're actually still capable of beating a good team. I mean, their only touchdown drive came from the four yard line. It was obviously there was a lot of good things, but for for winning 26 to three, it still feels like a disappointment. Yep. Hard to argue that. Um, Raymond, your key takeaways other than chew my food from the game. Uh, I found out there's a new lullaby that I never knew about. It's called Matt Patricia's offense because man, that put me to sleep. At one point in the third quarter, I looked over to the queen and said, this game is fucking boring. Like, this is just a boring mundane offense. Run, run, pass. Run, run, pass. Oh, we can't do it. Three and out, three and out. Our punter sucks. So let's give him good field position. This offense is atrocious. I mean, in the offseason, everyone's asking for new coordinators. I say, fuck it. You need new coordinators. You need a new quarterback because nothing is right. New offensive line. No one is right on this team on the offensive side of the ball, and it is bad. Um, yes, skinny rays, uh, nap time delight is the offense at this point. That's what they're running. However, I will be the voice of optimism as I am on this, uh, Patriots recap show. So often, uh, the defense showed up against a tanking Colts team in an awful quarterback. But at the beginning of the year, I said that they were top five worthy. I've retracted that because they don't have the cornerback play. However, they're still a good defense. Their front okay. sevens top 10, their front, their top set, their front sevens legit, um, they don't have enough as a team to to go deep into the playoffs. I think they have enough as a team to to make the playoffs, and it starts on defense. They can win with this defense, but the offense just has to give them a little bit. Like, they have to give them a fighting chance. Nope. You can't go and play the way you did on Sunday against the Colts and expect the defense to win a game for you. It's embarrassing. But if you can muster up, like, a pre- somewhat of a presentable offense in 2022 in the NFL, I think the defense is good enough uh, to, win, to win some good – some games for you against some good competition. I'm not saying you're going to compete with Kansas city or the bills right now, but um, yeah, you should be able to make the playoffs with this defense. If the offensive skinny race, fucking lullaby can just produce something, anything worthy of an NFL offense. I think you're in okay shape as a team. You see, you get to the 35. So Nick Polk can kick you field goals. Fuck the Bingo. red zone. Just get to let's let him kick. Yep. Uh, not 35, 45, 8. I mean, you can no, don't, call don't, 38. Don't, don't go for no, okay. no, no. Okay, 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 okay. 36, 37 is pushing it. That's pushing it. But you, 35 is a good line. You pushed the 49-yarder uh, on Sunday. Yeah, but 17. So if you get to the 35, add 17, that's where you're kicking from. So it's a 52-yarder. I'm just saying. 
I know I was with the math major yesterday. I was just hearing numbers all day. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, okay. So those are what the, <laughs> so the subjects we'll be talking about the uh, key stats, key sequences, sacks on sacks on sacks on sacks for the defense. Uh, Sounds of silence speaks up our own Jonathan Jones or John Jones as Belichick's been calling him. I like Jonathan Jones better. Feels like it flows better, but John Jones more professional. John Jones is taken. Yeah, yeah, yeah Bones Jones. You don't want to be that guy. Uh, how about seven yard punts? Let's let's discuss the seven yard punts from uh, MVP and Skinny Ray's nap time. We'll wait for the end of the show to to get back to the offense because it, it is boring and we don't want to put people to sleep right away. Uh, this is the Silver Mind Sports Show Patriots Rewind Week Nine. Welcome to the show. nice that i don't have to do dates i just have to remember what week all that was questionable like your face was just you know, like am i right like yeah i was thinking about nine it. everything was question. It, it's still throw it, it's still a difficult thing i still i just went five and four and decided that it was nine and good math wrap nice. the cups wrap the cup i mean it's no uh, uh 35 yard line 17 plus like you didn't do that on you didn't do that off the cups on this show the queen gave you that answer, and you just remember. Oh, he he said, "Rich is gonna throw some Nick Folk out there to hear, throw this at him. He's gonna fucking blow. He's gonna blow his mind." I'm like, "Okay." I didn't blow that, but the camera is uh, chest up, so you didn't see what happened. I'll give you some key stats, some key sequences, uh, some overall stats of the game. Obviously, twenty six to three win for the Pats here. Total yardage. Here's you know, sit down. You guys sitting down for this? Two hundred and three yards for the Patriots and one hundred and twenty one for the Colts. Stellar performance there. Time of possession, 31-28. Colts, here's the big one. 0 for 14 on third down. Ooh, 0 for 4. I don't know if I've ever seen that. 0 for 2 on fourth down. Uh, Sacks, Pats tied a record with 9, but the Colts, no slush, had 4. Pats got the pick. Uh, pick 6 from John Jones. Sounds of silence. Colts had the fumble recovery. 16 total punts, including the 7-yarder. 16 punts. What a game to be at, Raymond. What a game to be at. It was nice weather. That's all. Just happy to be outside. Here's the key sequence. Second quarter, seven minute mark directly halfway through the second quarter. Uh, Old John Jones sounds the silence runs in and blocks the punt. Uh, Decided to call this man. Captain Brown knows Brendan schooler. I believe is his name with the long hair there. He was the guy that that handed racist though. Can we do, do, can we say Brown knows? Um, I think so. Especially now in new England with all the things going on with racism. Well, they fired that kid. The Bruins let go of the let go of the uh, the racists. So I think we're in the clear. Uh, Captain Brown knows is because Brennan Schooler is uh, is sucking up to Bill Belichick. He was the one that tried to give him the game ball. Tried to shake his hand after <laughs> two games ago. I think it was. <laughs> Belichick was like, "Get the fuck away from me, dude." Yeah, it was like the 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 Browns game. I think. Who the fuck are you? Get away from me! No, it was the it, no. It was last week, wasn't it? It was when he beat Hallis. I thought it was when he beat House's record. No, it, was no, it wasn't the Bears game. It was a game was they Cleveland. won. It was Cleveland. It was the game after the Bears. It was, no, it was Cleveland. This was the game after the Bears game. Or no, the Jets was the game after the Bears game. No, it was the Jets that he... Uh, anyway, no. either you, way. I'll, I'll put money on it. I don't care. Um, either way, Captain Brown knows, scooped it up. Uh, they, they got a touchdown from Stevenson there on the one-handed catch. I have something to say about these one-handed catches from Stevenson, by the way. I don't think you're going to like it. Uh, that made it 13-0. Uh, after that, the Colts got a uh, uh, um, 
a nice screenplay. They got into field goal position to end the half and they missed it. 13 to zero going to half game was over at that point. That was it. You guys have any disagreement on that? Then key sequence, the only touchdown quote unquote drive for the Patriots of the day. It was the second uh, field goal for Falk that, the Falk that gave him the game. It wasn't that sequence. The, the one that made it six zero. Yeah. <laughs> you're prob- you're Actually, probably right. I take it back. The first field goal. The first field goal was the game over. That was this key sequence. Yeah. If the defense goal, knew they had to over. hold them to three, zero, yeah. they would have done it. Yeah. 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 Zero. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, they should have. Jacoby Myers fumbles that ball on the other That's side. True. Of the that was the, the only, only point. It would have been a shutout. It should have been a shutout. Um, here's what I give you on that. I'll give you some more positives. I'll be the I'll I'll lift this. I'll lift this up here, boys. It's okay. Uh textbook block from Jonathan Jones. Just excuse, excuse beautiful me. time. Shut the fuck up for a second, right? Uh, beautiful timing, came off the edge. Um Fake, you know, fake the uh, the coverage, and timed it up perfectly, and then almost levitated before he caught the ball with both hands. Uh, it was a thing of beauty, thing of beauty. I legitimately, we were got we were at a party, so I was in and out of this game. But I said to the guy next to me, when they recovered it at the three, I'm like, here we go, nine nothing, headed into half. I thought for sure they would have fucked that up and gave Falk another. <laughs> I go, I go they're I mean, gonna kick did. this. They're gonna kick this field goal from the twenty-five. Watch this. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, uh, Stevenson caught it with one hand. That's that's not a one-hand catch, by the way. He's done. He did this twice in this game, and he's done it multiple times. And he keeps getting credit for it. He's just not extending both hands to catch the ball. He's he's stopping it with one hand and then cradling it in it. That's not alligator arming it. Stop giving him credit. He'll, for fuck, it up. he'll fuck it up one time. He'll fuck oh, yeah. it up and he'll end all. Oh, it'll be a pick six. So he'll start. Oh, it'll bounce over, pick yeah. off. Yep. Uh, those are my thoughts on the key sequence. Uh, any any remarks on that? Yep. Quickly, uh, it was Pittsburgh. We were all wrong that Schooler had the block punt. Oh, yeah, too. I definitely remember that Pittsburgh one, but it definitely was Cleveland with the one that Rich is talking about. No, it was Pittsburgh. When he tried to shake his hand, he tried to give him the game ball. I'm pretty sure that was when he broke Hallis's record. Why else would he give him a game ball? Or was when he tied Hallis's record? Maybe it was when he tied it in Cleveland. I'm not going to argue with Bob anymore. He seems like he's right a lot. (laughs) And he's starting to get angry. Look at how he's like slyly looking looking at the camera. Yeah, no, no. He knew he was right. He was like, if this was Bill, he would just been fucking just ranting at us at this point in time. (laughs) He's holding back. Bill has been sleeping right now. Because he was not feeling good yesterday. Thoughts on the uh, sequence of the or any of those stats, Roberto? Before we move on, to uh, one little known stat about this game: I started the Patriots' defense in fantasy, and that was a big win for me. No one cares. No one cares, but so did I. It's not true. And I, I care. And I fucking <laughs> crushed Kier, so suck it. She didn't have a good lineup in. Whatever, Ray. Shut up. <laughs> um. Let's move on to the defense. We're we're gonna stay on the positive note till as far as long as we can. Sacks on sacks on sacks on sacks. They tie the team record with nine. Should have been ten. That first one. Did you? I don't know. Rough on the passer. I guess. Bullshit. No bullshit. This tough ticky tack calls. He ticky. ducked. Yeah. Oh, that first one. Yeah, yeah I remember that. Penalty. That was uh, who was it? It was ninety-five ulocular or whatever. Oh, was it? He yeah, cleared. I remember being pissed. I was like, two sacks wasted. Yeah, I'm like, we won't sack again the rest of the game. <laughs> Boy, were you wrong? <laughs> Incorrect. They sacked Point. every play from then from then on out. Um, Judon got three, 11 and a half. Could he? What's the record at this point? Twenty two. Mm, Strahan owns it, right? No, I think it's um, a Strahan thing. I don't know what it is. Though. Someone, but JJ tied it, didn't he? Didn't want time. 
Hold but on, I think it's talking. I think it's 2022. Anyway, if if it's in that realm, do you, Bob? Do you give 22 and a half? 22 and a half by Buckle Strahan. TJ Watt also achieved 22 and a half sacks during the 2021 I season. Knew there was a Watt in there. Okay, so he's halfway there. You give him a sniff. He's halfway there, halfway through the season. You give him a sniff. He could get a sniff. Yes. Uh, he he's gonna get a sniff. I mean, because he's just gunning for it. I I don't think he does anything else but go right for that quarterback. So. I know he stopped that fourth down play at the end. Uh, it was a trick question. He doesn't get a sniff because you got to play Josh Allen twice. You're not going to sack him once. You got to play. Um, Ooh, Joe, I disagree. Joe Burrow. He might have four because that offensive line fucking sucks. And Joe Burrow's an asshole. You got Zach Wilson. You can get something. Zach there. Wilson. You got four there. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. He Tua. might. You got Tua. You might concuss him again. There you go. You you go. Old, you old, got Derek, uh, Carr Derek Carr. In maybe. The Derek Carr in Vegas. This was another good point. This was a good football party that I was at. Today. We were talking about Tua uh, getting hit, and you know when he got hit and he did the hands? The radio? You know what came to – we were calling it the radio, but I know exactly what he looks like. What? He looks like the unintentional fucking crab hands that Jameis Winston would, would – Oh, what he was doing that. <laughs> and he started licking his fingers. That's yeah. what Tua looked like when he – Good point. Who made this That's made a good old sly remark? There. What's that? Who made that sly remark? Who? Who's? Oh, that was me. I'll take credit for that. No, unless job. unless it's insensitive and uh, I get in trouble for it. Then yep. it was Connor. Um, Josh Uche also collected three sacks for him. Little fact about this. I heard in the post game, uh, Judon let out some actual information from Foxborough. He's probably going to get fined for it. Uh, Josh Uche calls the plays out there. I don't know if you guys heard uh, the post game presser, but Judon was saying that Uche is the guy that goes out there and calls the plays on third down. Uh, so added pressure. Maybe that's why they've sucked on third down for the last year and a half. Maybe. <laughs> but they look Sounds good like fake news. <laughs> Could be fake news. <laughs> Could absolutely be fake news. Uh, here's what not is not fake news. Sam Ellinger or Ellinger, whoever Greg Gumbel was calling it yesterday, he fucking blows. He sucks. Both Bobby, and that other guy, two, Adam Archuleta. were afraid of this them, fucking guy. They were really bad. Oh, they Gumbel were bad. sucks. Archuleta sucks. And Sam Ellinger sucks. They all suck. Terrible. You want, to go on with that? you want to go with that? Yeah. I mean, uh, Ellinger, they thought he was going to be the knight in shining armor because I think this is his second year or third year, and they're just going with it. They fired their offensive coordinator for before this game, so they're trying to see what they could do with Frank Reich, who's now fired. But, yeah, this kid doesn't have it. I think they're going back to square one because the Colts are terrible. I Colts think this are- is a pretty clear case of tanking. <clears throat> so they don't even dress Matt Ryan. He's – in street clothes. I don't know if he's injured or whatever. He they fire injured. the coach. They fire the offensive coordinator. And then they put in someone as the interim coach with literally no coaching experience that hasn't been in the building all year. I don't know how that works. So uh, Jim Ursay has done it before. He tanks for Andrew Luck. I don't I don't know college football. You guys would know better. Who's the guy, who's the quarterback? CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud at Ohio State and they kept I don't the think there's a Alabama. clear number one, but you Ooh, could I would there's not a, take a quarterback a from Ohio State. Yeah. Or from but Alabama. It, yeah, right. Either way, uh, Bobby, you're right. It's definitely tanking. You feel bad for uh, you know the players on the field. I feel bad for the Ellinger kid. That old line is god awful. He's gonna get hurt. They used to be great too. Remember when the Colts' offensive line? They're just was not like playing top good. Five in the league, yeah, they're just bad. Maybe that's it's what a- they're thinking. They go, let's get a former offensive lineman, bring him in. They <laughs> got go. this. There you go. Think way ahead of the game. Um, any more we can learn from this defense? I don't think so. They they can beat bad quarterbacks. Um, was uh, Bobby? You've said it multiple times. Their Achilles' heel is the is the mobile quarterback. You're going to see a couple of them twice with in Josh Allen. Uh, but I 
good quarterbacks, I think they can still, I think this defense can still keep you in it. And then um, it's up to your offense, but clearly we've seen this defense alone can beat shitty teams and beat shitty quarterbacks that alone will keep you in the playoff hunt this year, at least. So I don't know any more we can learn from this defense. Any, can they get better? Can they do anything? Well, you got some big receivers coming up that you're going to be playing against. You got Justin Jefferson, you got Devontae Adams, you got Stefan Diggs, you got uh, the Waddle and Tyreek Hill again. I mean, this is going to be the true test of the last few games of the season. See if this defense is top 10 or is it just another fake top 10 defense that we've been thinking they are all along? Well, I, mean, I think the biggest positive is Josh Uche playing. Before, he, his snap count was low. Now, all of a sudden, he's playing. Calling plays. And calling plays. Yeah. He may be a third-down specialist, but I'm fine with that. If 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 Belichick has finally come around to the idea it's a passing league and you got and you need guys just to rush the quarterback, then well done, dude. Uh, like 10 years late, but finally, finally. Here, here's a prediction for you on the one wide receiver. Stefan Diggs is going to go for 150 and three touchdowns because that's what he always does against the Patriots, and no one's there to stop him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Quick break, uh, and we'll talk about the player of the game. New segment on the Pat Show. Player of the game coming up. It's not right. Player of the game. Wonder who it's going to be. Now it can be disputed. You never do know what's around a bit. Big adventure, all brand new When you It could be disputed. Do they even win the game without Jones? I'm going to give you the player. Oh, God damn it. Spoiler alert. Oh, I'll beat that. Yeah, beat you can edit it. I'm going to give you the player of the game. This is just my player of the game. You you can uh, dispute. I gave you a couple honorable mentions. My player of the game is Sounds of Silence himself, John Jones, a.k.a. Jonathan Jones. Uh, the blocked punt, the key sequence of the game, put the uh, nail in the coffin before halftime. That was a John Jones play. And then the uh, pick six, scooping off the uh, shoelaces uh, in a nice little return. Let's get. I know it was a bad uh, throw and missed catch, but... Made that spin move, got into the end zone. Nice play there. Uh, and he had a tackle to boot and not a word heard from him in the passing game in coverage because he is the sounds of silence. They don't throw at this man. John Jones, player of the game. How do you feel about that? I agree. I mean, he had a good key sequence, but I think it should be Co. I think Matthew Judon should get some respect up there. I know he's your honorable mention, but John Jones, yeah, you block a punt. You shut down their number one receiver. Of course, that's always going to be uh, player of the game material for this Patriots team because no one on the offense or special teams is going to ever get that award for us. Bobby, raise a good question. Do you win this game without those players from Jonathan Jones? What nine nothing? <laughs> that's the game. <laughs> I think the que- I think the answer nine is nine three. You, pro- you probably win it, but it's it's a lot uglier. It's it's not in this fashion. The offense, oh. I give him credit for twelve points. So yeah, something like that. I mean, this team is just something. It, it, it's like literally these bad teams, they just obliterate them. And then like then next week, like they'll play they, like whenever they play a good team. It just I've never seen a team flip so much. I mean, that Vikings game is going to be one of the true tests right now. You think so? I think so. I still don't have any. I think I, mean, Kirk Cousins Cousins is Kirk. The, I want the, the rate if the Vikings. I hope they keep winning next two weeks. Win win. I would love to go in. Yeah, you want the pressure. You want the pressure and, on ten Kirk. and one, Thanksgiving night. Kirk Cousins is the exact guy Belichick puts into a pretzel 
and they'll probably still lose because they'll only score 13 points. They'll lose 14, 13, but uh, I I know Jefferson's really good, but is Kirk Cousins really good? You got Devin Cook, you got uh, Dalvin Cook rather, and you got uh, Thielen over there. I mean, Hawkinson's going to score three red zone touchdowns. Hawkinson's going to have a big game. Uh, We're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit. I get what you're saying, but don't you understand what I'm saying? Kirk Cousins versus Bill Belichick. Yeah, I understand exactly what you're saying, but I think oh, there's I, too many weapons. There's too many weapons. I agree. I agree. I'm just saying, in prime time, I don't, I don't believe in. Although I will say this, and I was going to save it for the Friday show. We'll bring it up again. Kirk Cousin, that you've seen that picture of him on the plane. He's jacked. He's fucking ripped. <laughs> He's I'm jacked. Not, shit. Gay, not even wow, wearing a wife like, beater. Nah, Underrated was... athlete, Kirk Cousins. He's jacked. Wear, He's he doesn't fucking... wear a wife beater. Yeah, no, I wouldn't either if I looked like that. No, me either. <laughs> My tits would be out there all the time. Tits out all for the, boys. the time. Uh, honorable mention, like you said, Ray, uh, Judon with three sacks, six tackles. Josh Uche, same stat line there, six set tackles, three sacks. Um, the, re- I, they're, the Colts were so bad. They're, I mean, they were. everybody was getting sacks. Fucking, it's like they could have got in there at any time they wanted, and they did. They had ten of them on the. It day, didn't seem so. like they ran anything like special either. It was just pressure right up the middle the whole fucking time. It was just like no nothing like uh, going you know having a guy getting double teamed and then having a guy go right up the middle. It was like just Judah pressuring was your running guy stunts like they yeah. were running they were running stunts with uh, Lawrence Guy and Judon. Yeah, Lawrence they were guy they were doing double teams. So, but they've been doing it all year. They've been getting pressure with four guys, mm-hmm. five guys all year. So you know the defense is good. The defense is good. Um, Front seven's good. When they play a good quarterback in the NFL, it's hard to You're be a good defense Baltimore, against too. anybody. So, yeah, and you should get him back after the bye week. So, um, they should be good. Okay, that was your player. Very of the game interesting segment. Jets game to come. Okay, we could talk about that. Quick, we'll talk about that after this. In our seven punts segment, we can talk about the upcoming game. <laughs> Seven fucking yard punt. A seven yard punt. I listened to Phil Perry talk about it. Obviously, he was at the game and he describes, well, you're at the game, Ray. So you saw, so, and you've obviously spent a lot of time at Foxborough. You had the field. And then obviously uh, when you go to the, to the boundary, you got obviously the white boundary, which is what, three yards wide. Yeah. Then you got like a patch of whatever they stand on. And then there's like this gray, uh, mat. rubbery mat that goes well, around the, the whole camera thing. guy. The camera guys usually or media guys are all on. Yeah, it's like twenty or twenty five yards off the field. Phil Perry's like he hit the fucking gray mat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god! Is he injured? Like, is no. he injured? What's the problem? In his head. He just sucks. Two ten student. I yeah. I just. How many punters do they bring in this week? All of them, and not him. They, he should just be outright released. Remember, they Can did Nick this with Folk Nick Folk. Punt. No, they did this with Nick Folk. Remember when Nick Folk was having his little bad spell and they just yeah. brought Kicker in every week to just practice Young Ho, against Young Ho Koo came in. Yep. And that's we thought he was going to be the guy and the Falcons swooped him. Swooped him up. Imagine like if you Falcon. actually had a job where every time you had a bad day, your boss just brought in another guy to stand behind you and oh. do the job. Could you imagine what that actually feels like? That must Except that's not awesome. happening with Bailey. He's He's had a bad year. Yeah. He just every single time, like you just got the guy back there just looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> just I just w- can't imagine yes, that. Yes, waiting to Wally pip your but ass. How, yeah, exactly. How bad are the punters they're bringing in, though, if this guy still has a job? 
That's another question to ask yourself. No, I don't. I don't even know if that's the thing, Ray. It's it's how much money does Kraft want to eat? Because he's the highest paid punter in the league. Well, if Kraft would stop giving all his money away to charitable foundations to make up for his philandering endeavors, we wouldn't have a problem. Oh, I thought you, I thought you were going to refer to the philandering endeavors as the charitable organizations. But I got where you're going there. <laughs> Uh, continuing on the special teams, Marcus Jones, you're no, no, you're Jack Jones guy, right? Jack Jones, he's an asshole. Marcus Jones, the guy that looks like he's too small for his uniform, continues to uh, make some plays, make a lot of plays. It feels like every time he's going to break one here, let's put it that way. He's, he's going to find the end zone. Feels like if not this year, then, you know, early next year, let's call it this year. Let's call it this year. I think it's going to happen. Who let's we'll figure out who's the worst. (laughs) <laughs> fucking nailed it yeah mcdaniels will will let him go into the end zone um we like him in the return game he's he's giving you a couple plays on defense as well nice little draft pick for uh for belichick there um i don't know where i was going with that any thoughts on any more thoughts on marcus jones no whenever he can unseat miles bryant then i'll be happy <laughs> nice fucking call there good call great call great call great call uh, it, I mentioned him on the top or close to the top. Captain Brown knows. I'll beep that if it's racist. Brandon Schooler, uh, collected the uh the punt, tried to give Belichick a handshake in the Cleveland game. Like I said, um, is he your new Larry Izzo? Is he your new uh Nate Ebner? The... Slater. Well, Slater's mm. been there the whole time. Like, there's always this. <laughs> After Izzo, it was Slater, and Slater just refuses. Uh, I'm just, I'm not going to go anywhere. My body, my body's comp- compensation decides that it's just going to last forever. The nerd Slater ain't going anywhere. But there's always been like a Nate Ebner, some like fucking guy that Belichick gives five million dollars a year to play seven snaps a game and you know collect special teams versatility, jump on balls at the three yard line. See the oh, new exactly. guy. Is he the is he the new Nate Ebner? Oh yeah. No, he is. No brown noser will make that. No, who he reminds me of? Winovich. Remember what? Unless he follows Belichick around the building and pisses him off. Yeah, just those long walks, white guy just coming around, think he's better. Ah, don't than be he really all, is. don't be all racist about it, Ray. He fuck Belichick fucking hated Winovich, and I think he hates Schooler, especially after trying to give him the fucking ball. <laughs> he doesn't hate anybody on special teams. Yeah, true. If you're on special teams, you're on his good side. I forgot. About that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just thought about that. He seems like the next name. The only thing that's keep. Keeping him in coaching is special teams. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Nick Folk, we've talked about him at length, enough said, but eight field goals to two touchdowns in the past two weeks. Eight field goals to two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Not great. Um, not great. Oh, this is my point about the special teams. Outside of the punting game, both kicking and um, in coverage, because I think they've been pretty shit on coverage too. This there could be uh, what the special teams has been for you over the past 20 years with Brady, and that's a nice weapon. It's not something you can't rely on it, but every third game, every other game, like you get a nice play out of them, whether it's a blocked punt or a nice return, or you you win the field, you win the field position battle because of your special teams. That will happen start. It's already done. It. It's already happened. So I, you know, Cam Accord shouldn't get a ton of credit because the penalties and their cover punting is fucking terrible, but. I don't know. It feels like that, the, especially with Nick, if you include Nick Folk, special teams could be a weapon if, again, if their offense could figure their shit out. At this yeah. point, you, you're you relying on it, so the, the holes are shining through even bigger, I think. You're waiting for that lullaby to do something positive for you. You got a ways to go. You got to wake up. 
Yeah, wake up, little eye. You want to do a little? You want to do a quick uh, break and do a little mini Jets segment here? Bobby, you had a thought on that? Yeah, before we get all in, we do. Okay, and then we'll then we'll go to night. Yeah. Then we'll go night night. Mm-hmm. Skinny right. Okay, quick break. Sky rockets in flight. Afternoon delight. Whoop. You guys have it, I think. Huh. Afternoon delight. I don't know, Ron. That sounds kind of crazy. Check that shit out, right? They have them in cans? In a can. No shit. <laughs> that's a game changer. Eh, it's not that great. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, bottle's better. Definitely. Draft's I looked better. for that Christmas sale one. They, I didn't have it at the store I go to usually. Mm. My, and some Pennsylvania is usually the cutoff sometimes. Um, in terms of geography. And just, yeah, from experience, the bottle, it it's just, way better. just it hits, hits better. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know? And six packs. Like, I won't go just... Oh, you can't go anything more than six packs. Six pack, 12 pack. Six pack bottle. Yeah. I'm, every day. So it's 35 of them. But... Hey, whatever. One at a time. Good math. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Jets, Bobby, your thought. Yeah, this is just quite the game. I I can't even think of where Jets lose to the Patriots. Kind of typical Jets game. Everybody thinks they're the same old Jets. Then next week, beat the Buffalo Bills pretty handily. It wasn't fluky. They like straight up beat them. Like if you had just showed that game to a person that doesn't watch football, you'd say, Jets, better team. So now they're going back. The Patriots, they win the game, but we've discussed all the reasons why it looks ridiculous. So like this game, again, Patriots at home, very intriguing game. Like, are they just going to, do they just own the Jets? Do they own Zach Wilson? Can they do this again on defense? What's going to happen? I don't know. I'm, I wish it wasn't two weeks away. Yeah, um, I've, I've, I've had a thought on this. So the Bills are an undisciplined football team and an undisciplined uh, football franchise. I agree. Last year, the Patriots went up there and beat them in the monsoon. Mm. We thought they were dead. They were going to play Brady after losing to the Patriots. And we thought the bills were dead. They lost the Jaguars the week or two before that last year. I think the bills just have a couple of these games in them that they lose sight, they lose focus, and then they get it back, and then they come out and blow fucking doors. Who are the Bills playing next week? Get, take the over and and Bills on the spread. Guarantee uh, uh, it. Josh Allen's hurt, though, so I don't know if I'd take the over and the spread. How hurt? He hurt his arm on that uh, fumble. Take He's- the over and the spread. Trust me on that. The Bills will come back and blow fucking doors. The Jets have a good defense. We know that. The Jets have a good, uh, especially a good front seven. Uh, smush slash sauce gardener. Ooh, be- it's the Vikings. Oh, fuck. they do play the Vikings, and it's seven and a half right now. Home or away? Bills are home. Seven home. and a half, seven and a half point favorites. What's the over? Uh, 47. Over and Bills. Over and Bills. The Vi- I would love for the Vikings to be set up for the Patriots to do this, but the Bills are going to do it to them. The Bills are going go to go out there and fucking pants the Vikings on some next Sunday. That's, that's going to be a good game. No, it's not. The Bills are gonna fuck. It's a one o'clock kickoff, so you'll get a Kirk Cousins performance. No prime time. No prime time. He's good. Uh, no, I hear what you're saying though. Uh, the Jets will have something to prove coming um, coming into Foxborough in two weeks. Zach Wilson certainly. Here's the deal: if Zach Wilson cannot be an asshole, if he could, if he wasn't an asshole 
in New York a week ago, that would have been a close game in the fourth quarter. And with this offense and this quarterback and Mac Jones, yeah, I don't I don't put a lot of faith in the Patriots winning that game. If the Jets can make that happen in Foxborough in two weeks, it should be a game. They should have a chance. But I I don't that the Patriots defense is not going to allow them to manipulate the game the way they did against the Bills. Patriots defense at this point is playing better than the Bills defense and they have Zach Wilson's number for whatever reason. So we'll see if they can see if they can keep it. Um uh, we'll we'll have a lot to talk about with the Jets game in the next two weeks, the next couple shows. Before we do that anymore, um let's take one last break and then we'll get to uh Skinny Ray's naptime lullaby, the offense. Mm-hmm. McCordy can reach his final interception total next uh, next game, whatever that's going to be after that game. Right, he should have had it. Should have had it against the Colts. He had that. Oh, that's right. He, he had a pick one, six yeah. right in his frame. It would have been another yeah. one. Yeah. Skinny Ray's nap time. The old lullaby. Two hundred and three yards for the Pats in that game. One fumble recovery. Um, like I said, essentially twelve points. You don't get credit for the pick six in that. Mm-mm. You barely got in on the uh, on the block punt from the three or four, or whatever it was. I had him for two good passing plays. The 24-yard screen from Janu. Yeah. I don't even know if that was a design screen or if Janu just missed the block and Mac made a heady play. Um, but he's a hard guy to, to tackle when he gets the ball in space. It'd be nice if they could scheme that up a little bit. And then the seam route to Hunter Henry in the fourth vintage kind of Gronk route that we certainly don't see enough of, but nice throw by Mac. He was wide open. Nice, nice throw and catch. Good chunk play. Other than that, Stevenson had a couple nice Steve uh, Ramadan ding dong runs, making some people miss that. There was a first and 20 late in the game that he picked up 18 on. That was yep. a nice run. That was a good run. Yep. Two and a half yards of carry the rest of the day. So not a whole lot to, uh, to be happy about there. Jacoby Myers fumble was inexcusable. If you're going to be the guy, Jacoby, you have the hole on in that ball. And um, his positive penalties were down. If you don't count the automatic Isaiah win uh, penalty, yeah. that is. That's, that's every week. You yeah. So it, it, it just kind of pulled that away. They only had two, two other ones. So not bad. Good on them. Um, any thoughts on the, uh, 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 on those, on those key couple plays I have, I have the top five problems with the offense, and you can you can tell me if I'm right or wrong. But any thoughts off the top um, not, on the offense? Not on the plays. At least you mentioned Stevenson. I was really disappointed in J.J. Taylor. I was kind of excited to see him out there. And he's just – I see why they don't play him. I mean, he, he doesn't have it. Nope. Not a whole lot going on there. No. No instincts. If you're that small – Average. You, sorry. If you're that average height for humans and that small in the NFL field – then you have to have instincts. Deion Lewis, Danny Woodhead, um, you know, those guys were of were of that James White, maybe was a little bit bigger, but Kevin Falk. Kevin Falk, good one. Yeah, you I mean you have to have instincts and you have to have more athletic ability than JJ Taylor. He just it's Kevin Falk, you listen in the Jammin 945. <laughs> Pebbles and Ramiro. <laughs> Jammin 945. Let me give my top five problems with the can offense. I throw some, can I throw okay, something out? Yeah, I mean, uh, do you feel like this is a question more than anything, but do you feel like the NFL teams that we're going to be playing now are going to be like, stack the box, stop the run, and let Mac Jones throw because they know that's how we can stop this team? 
It's not, it kind of almost looked like that with the Colts. They were daring Mac Jones to throw the ball, and he just couldn't get anyone. There was a lot of receivers wide open. I don't know if you could see it on the broadcast, but when we were there, there were some plays that they're running some zone, and there was just guys wide open, and Mac just can't find them. I fucking hope they do because I believe in I will be the Mac Jones apologist on the show until the end of uh, until he makes me not. Uh, and that's basically until Skinny Ray is fired. Mm. Um, I don't remember where I was going to go with that. I'm sorry. No worries. Do I do I think that they will uh, continue to stack the box against uh, Mac Jones? I hope they do. I hope because I think here's what's worse. If they uh, blitz them, it's worse. So if you stack the box and play the run and just put your front seven in the box and, and make Mac Jones and the wide receivers beat him one-on-one out there, then I think that's better than bringing pressure at this point. I don't think Mac Jones can handle pressure. Ramondre's, the offensive line certainly can't. Ramondre is the only one that's getting positive yards on this team. I mean, Mac, Mac, that's a terrible line for Mac this last game, last couple of games. He hasn't had a really good stat line. So I think that you're seeing a lot more daring him to throw coming up with these uh, better teams that you're going to be playing. Honestly, the stat line for Mac is um, underwhelming, but not awful. 20 of 30, 67%, 150 yards and a touchdown. That's it's, like an ideal In the fourth quarter, he got those yards, though. I think like up to the third quarter. Oh, I'm not saying it was good. I'm saying the stat yards. line itself is not atrocious, the, but the play is. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I'm I, following you. Give me, uh, let me uh, let's run through these because we'll get there. Number one problem with the offense from day one is coaching. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's disputable. It's the design. It's the scheme. It's uh, the dis- the leadership, the disjointedness. It's happened since July. We've heard about this since fucking July, basically since they brought Patricia back and not named him offensive coordinator and Joe Judge to be the guy whispering in Max's ear to give him all the secrets to 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 run the offense. The quarterback controversy that it's co- it's starts at the top. Everything starts at the top. And the biggest, the most obvious glaring definition that you can give this offense, I think, is disjointed. In whatever word within that realm that you want to define it, it there's no rhythm to it. There's, there's no identity to it. It's dysfunctional, disjointed. That starts at the top, right, right from, right from the uh, horse's mouth. Right it's, from like, the it's like watching Ivy League or a really shitty conference in college football right now. It's just mundane, vanilla offense. Run, run. Nothing exciting. It's not no great pass, pass plays. It just sucks. It's just boring to watch this game. Oh, I think it's worse than that. I think at least even those college teams, they realize that they run like eight plays good. So like we, we run counters good. We run traps good. We run crossers good. And they just keep doing that shit over and over and over again. The Patriots are just reaching. They're fucking reaching for anything. They keep doing these ridiculous plays. They lined up Jacoby Myers and did a quarterback sneak with Jacoby Myers that required Mac Jones to push him for the first down. <laughs> like that's where they're going. Like they don't even have like a set of like six schemed type plays that they do well and go to. No, so, you're right. It, and that's, and that yeah. starts at, that starts directly at Matt Patricia, who's the offensive coordinator. Absolutely. You can't. And Bobby, Bobby nailed it. You don't, there's nothing that you can. It's like, okay, I know that this play works. You can't run it every time, but if they run it once a quarter, I know you can collect 10 yards on it. They don't have any of them. They don't have one of those plays. Never mind five. Like they don't have a single thing. If they're shooting in the dark, um, fishing in the dark, you know, whatever they, they don't have shit. 
And that, and from there, it all trickles down. And I can, we can go into what it trickles down to. This kind of goes hand in hand, but the play calling, predictable, ill-advised. To your point on the Jacoby Myers play, uh, there's reports the Colts linebackers were calling the plays before they happened. You saw it uh, late in the it's game. Fucking scumbags. There was a John who Smith. Yeah, cheaters. There was a John who Smith screen that. Everybody just fucking ran at John Smith on the Colts defensive line. Not a single person went after Mac Jones. There's too many deep routes. There's too many routes running long. There's not enough crossing shit going on. There's no rhythm. There's no identity. There's And then they try to throw in like a Josh McDaniels double fucking reverse. That's like some, uh, you know, floppy. What do they call it in computer programs? Like when it's in the in the back of your program and you can't identify it. There's like a ghost or something porn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got Josh McDaniels porn living <laughs> in the back of silently and invisibly living in the back of the place. She's like, Oh yeah, we ran this McDaniel Josh ran this like a couple times and it really worked. And double, do double fucking handoff reverse throw from yeah. Jacoby Myers. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's fucking first and 25. Yeah. Yeah. Just. I, I, either way. There, it, the only the only good play calling I saw was last week in that no huddle out of the out of halftime, and you and the only time this year I think mm. I've gone ooh, or maybe maybe a couple of drives with Zappy. Do you think that's because they're giving Mac like three plays when they're doing the no huddle and be like you go to the line and you figure out what play you want to run? So Matt Patricia's not telling him what to do; is he's just giving him a series of plays and be like you choose out of these. Wouldn't shock me at all if this. I thought you were most... frozen. You scared me. Well, that was good. <laughs> I thought I was going to say something. Wouldn't shock me at all if the most success that we've seen out of a Mac Jones offense was him calling the plays at the line. Would, would not shock surprised. me at all. Yeah, I think it's telling that at this point in the season, I think the lack of offensive continuity and the fact that our two coaches don't have any background coaching offense and Judge and Patricia, that it is not clean. And that there, there, there hasn't been like a continuity at this point. And I think if we're looking at and asking the questions, why was Zappy successful? Probably because they just dumbed it down to the most basic things so that that way any of their like fucked up plans that they got to kind of got thrown out the window and they just went out there, three-step drop, throw the ball, that's it. Or we're going to run the ball, no questions asked, and just played football. Yeah, I agree with that. I I. I think that there is some more blame to to go to, and I'll and I'll start with the next one. Is O line mm-hmm. third on my list is the O line. Now you can go with the injuries. David Andrews going down is big, but penalties um, have been a problem since day one between Win and and um, Brown, the tackle specifically. Um, but the personnel, Isaiah Win sucks, and Cole Strange has been benched nine possessions straight last game. Um, he was benched. He's hit a rookie wall, clearly. Um, You combine that with Trent Brown having his head in the clouds at times and David Andrews being out and having basically no depth. Yadni could just, just obviously is not going to fit the bill. He's a backup player. I don't know if there's a fix there. Unless Cole Strange snaps out of it. and I wouldn't be surprised if David Andrews comes back and we see a tick up because I I think think that's how important he is. He needs to play. It's like yes. Bobby said before, he's probably calling the this uh the line blocking scheme when he goes to the line. So he's like the main focus on that. Now you don't have that. Who are you trusting? Trent Brown or are you try trusting Isaiah Wynn or 
Yanni could just, you know, who are you trusting to do that at the line of making these adjustments? It's not fucking anyone that I would call trustworthy on that. No, and that's right. It, and and I think that that will have an improvement. Head injuries are iffy, though. We'll see if you can get, I think they're expecting the him back after the bye week. I mean, thankfully, there's the bye week. Tua fucking died on the field and he's still playing. So, yeah, the, but David look, Andrews David Andrews back. took a year off because his blood sucked. So, I think that he's the type of guy that wouldn't, um, probably fuck with shit, you know. And I, I think he's a in terms of head injuries and things like that. And he had blood clots or whatever he had. Yeah. Um, that being said, he is a Belichick's trying to get him to have a surgery right now to come back. Yeah, he's gonna do a, bl- a brain yeah. replacement. He's uh, David, they got this new surgery where, uh, <clears throat> We just go into the brain and uh, take it out. So we're just going to need you to go ahead and do that. Yeah. 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 We'll uh, we'll throw in a couple extra bucks on your next signing bonus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next up, Ray, uh, fourth on the list of my five. Uh, take a victory lap here. Mac Jones. You got to take some credit if you get uh, some blame, if you get all the credit as quarterback. To your point, Bobby, dumbing down the offense for Zappy is I think right. But I think that they've probably tried to do that with Mac Jones. And even on the TV copy, like the first drive, I hated the play calling boring vanilla. You saw it all coming, but that third down play where Mac scrambled out of the pocket early into a sack, you had Henry on a flare out kind of with room to run on a third and 15. His right on the far side of the field. Yep. And, um, yeah, the broadcast was saying it. I think a lot of people are saying it, that he's missing open receivers basically all season. His in, inability to um, pick up the offense or uh, or deal with the coaches, maybe his arrogance got in the way at the beginning of the season. Um, you know, whatever the deal is, his injury is obviously played a factor. Mac Jones has regressed. Whatever the reasons are, he is the guy with the ball. He needs to be better, and he's not. So. He got he has to land on the list. And this is his first game all season without throwing a pick. So and you could tell, couldn't you? Like he was like first read, second read. I'm not I'm not testing shit. Um I'm not I'm not forcing a goddamn thing. Um Very I'm jittery slide in the slide at the four yard line. In that test, that, the booze that he got on that, I was fucking impressive. It's like, dude, you're there, just fucking run it. Like tuck it and run. If you're that, right that was the right play. You're what you've won the game. You just burn the clock and punt the ball. But oh, either way, okay. I, I I can understand the frustration. Mac Jones, your thoughts, Raymond? Go ahead, fucking so- hater. Sophomore slump. I don't think Mac. Uh, I like to see what happens when David Andrews comes back. I mean, obviously, Max came back and he got hurt. I like to see what happens when he's there. You got a full strength offensive line. See how it looks then, and then you can criticize him even more. But if I'm choosing right now, it's not Mac. It's not Zappy. You need to address this quarterback in the offseason because neither of these guys are the uh, successors for your franchise. Bobby? I don't even know what to say about Mac. He just – he needs to start playing better or we are going to start taking a lot of L's because this can't – this is – it's unsustainable play from the defense. Unsustainable. Here's your Mac Jones. I'll give you some names. Josh Allen, Tua Tagovailoa. Third year, four year guys. You give him a decent coach. You give him a decent system. They're different people. They're different people. You guys said it last week about Zach Wilson. Put him in a different system. He's a different guy. I agree with that. Skinny fucking Ray. Matt Patricia. 
Give him a number one. He needs a he needs Mac playmakers. Jones was a Pro Bowl playoff quarterback last year. Oh, fuck rookie you. Season. Everyone got hurt, and that's why he made the Pro Bowl. Don't fucking say he's a Pro Bowl he player. He wore the he jersey, not... you cunt. He wore the jersey. He got there. He was no. there. No. no. Did he make that's... the playoffs? He did. Was, the, was he the one of four guys to show up for that game? Yeah. Yeah, now, he was. Can I ask another question about Mac JC Jones? J.C. Jackson wasn't. Remember J.C. Jackson, that fucking Bills game? God, what an asshole. Mm. He got eighty million dollars uh, for that game. Uh, quickly, uh, does Mac Jones shave his balls before you put them in his mouth? <laughs> he doesn't have to. Look at him. <laughs> he hasn't. He doesn't have any hair down there yet. And when he does, I'll shave him for him. I will oh, apologize boy. for Mac Jones as long as Matt Patricia is the fucking quarter, the offensive coordinator, because you can bring in whoever you want. You can bring whoever you want. Matt Patricia is not going to put him in a place. You to think, so him. let's be serious. Do you think Kraft lets these boobs fucking no, coach in it? No, not if they miss the play. Either. Not if no. they. It's going to depend I don't even on... think if they make the playoffs. I think that they make the no, playoffs they no make... matter what. I think he's heard so much scrutiny from the fans and from the league, how bad this offense looks, how bad the stats are, how people are booing the offense during the game. Like, Kratz hears this shit. He's not going to let this fly next season. No fucking way. If you make the playoffs, you don't have a whole lot to talk about. A wild card? Doesn't matter. You're in, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you're just spoiled as a Patriots fan. Like, if you make the playoffs. He talks about it all the time, how we're in a drought, that we haven't won a playoff game in, since Brady left. Or well, if you're serious that, about winning, you can still make changes. Enjoy, enjoy the guys... drought, craft, Robert. You're going to die before the next time you see a Super Bowl how here. Dare so. you. He's made of money. He's He'll never die. <laughs> That's true. They're going to replace... <laughs> You're gonna replace uh, uh, David Andrews' brain with Robert Kraft's when he Boom! That's the what the, that's the surgery. That's the plan. <laughs> <laughs> Number five on the list. Uh, no yak. They got no playmakers on offense. You got nobody that can catch the ball and make a move other than Stevenson. Who else? Who else? You you throw it to Henry. You, someone touches him. He goes down. Jacoby Myers. Love him. Love him. But he's a possession. Great catch. Whatever that catch that behind the you know. This is another thing about Myers. This is this is what you get out of undrafted guys. He outran the pocket of the fucking zone, and that the, you know the throw I'm talking about, where he kind of mm-hmm. um, leaned backwards and caught it off the ground, and kind of looked incomplete. It was late in the yeah. game. Yeah. Yes. And then they're gonna challenge. Not the one where he tipped it to himself and caught it on the sideline. That was an excellent play. The one where it looked like Mac underthrew him and he threw behind him. Yeah. He overran the zone. Like, there's your pocket, Jacoby. Sit in it so he can give you anyway. He doesn't run after the catch. He, he gets fucking tackled. Nelson Aguilar is dead. Um, Tyquan Thornton's never going to be a yak guy in this. Did they he get him see in any playtime? I'm sorry. Did he play at all? I didn't see him on the field when I was there, and I didn't catch it if he even played. Well, the wide receiver's got 58 yards combined. So well, The only one that has a history of yards after catch is Kendrick Bourne, and he's a shell of himself too. Yeah. Nice catch. Nice uh, little drop on the first, first drive, all- third and 15 <laughs> the drop. That's all it takes. True. Matt Patricia said oh, he fumbled. Well, he fumbled too. He fumbled. They caught it. Yeah, he's he is regressed. Um, so you know, even I have the Devonte Parker on here as your 50-50 specialist, but even like he's not a really run his, up to the catch he guy. Hurt his knee. He hurt his knee. He did, oh, and they okay. I'd like him back. Like he's been good for him. I'd like yeah. him back. Hopefully against the Jets. Yeah, he's um, so no no uh no special playmakers. You know what would have been nice. Like a Chase Claypool seems like oh, a guy weird. that could have made Stop some moves. Stop it! Weird. I thought about starting my opening thing for a second round pick. 
<laughs> just the same goddamn thing. I sent Bobby a, a, a article from Heavy. Fuck that article. That was blatant <laughs> trolling. Okay? Heavy. Heavy.com had the Patriots in on Jace Claypool and just couldn't pull the trigger. I guess. Heavy.com was... has Robert Vine listed as the new Patriots GM here when his first move. Well, if it was the Colts, it, it's gotten validity. So. Yeah, exactly. And they didn't report it because they don't have any fucking sources. <laughs> hey, Jack works for Heavy on Celtics. You can't. Yeah, show yeah, yeah. Jack yeah. Simone's our guy. Come on, Jack Simone. In closing, the Patriots are five and four. They are heading into the bye week. They're fourth last place in the division still. Um, obviously, they got to fix their offense, start with the O-line, I believe, and then work on whatever design play calling you got to do to get Mac back in the fold, back into being confident in that pocket, and fire Jake Bailey immediately. Mm. Here's your current playoff picture uh, in the AFC. Bills are in first place. Chiefs are in second. Ravens are in third, fourth, uh, Titans are in fourth. Those are your division leaders. And then very, very interesting. I'll give a quick toot toot to myself. I said this fuck AFC was going to be wide open. And it is mainly because teams suck. The Jets, Dolphins, and Chargers are now currently holding your three wildcard spots. And on the bubble are the Patriots, the Bengals. I'm not going to count the Colts. Everybody else is either three and five or worse, including the Browns and, and some other teams you might want to throw in there. So between the Jets, the Dolphins, the Chargers, the Patriots, and the Bengals, that's five teams. Three of them will make the, the playoffs. Can the Patriots lap two of those teams? Yes. I think so. Jets and Chargers. I'll give you Jets, Dolph- Chargers, and Dolphins as all teams that they could... I think the Dolphins are the ones that are for real. Dolphins, I think, would stay. Yeah, Yeah. I'm with you. You know what I think of the Dolphins, Raymond. I know, but I'm just saying. I'm just trying to be realistic. Fucking trash. Fucking trash trash. organization. They'll figure it a way to. They'll figure it a way to screw it up. But so will the Chargers and that coach. And the Uh, Bengals have a Super Bowl hangover going on. They still. And they got Jamar Chase out. I mean, that's not helping them. They look like a shell. It can be a big game between the Patriots and Bengals later this year. What, what have I always said about, and I know that this is, bla- I know you don't want to admit that I'm right, Raymond, but I would never. that Bengals offense, what did I say? Would ruin Joe Burrow. The Bengals will ruin Joe Burrow. And they were not good until they started figuring out how to find one 70-yard play from Jamar Chase a game. Without him, they're a mediocre offense. Oh, I agree. Totally agree. They're a mediocre offense. And without their offense, without their big play offense, I don't think they're shit. So can we uh, call the Bengals and tell can they tell us how to find a 70 yard touchdown play every week? <laughs> Is that possible? Yeah, draft well. Yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah, draft a kid from Chattanooga in the first round. Go after a real deal player. How dare you? Jack Jones. That was the fifth round. Got it. Uh, all that is to say the Patriots are right in the thick of the playoff hunt. They should um <laughs> They should take care of business and uh, and be right there at the end. So, uh, sloppy win against the Colts in Week Nine. Uh, sloppy day of, had by all in Foxborough. Sloppy day had by all uh, in Foxborough. Carried into Raymond and be sure to, to chew. Chew. To chew. Always, always chew. chew. Always chew. ABC. Always be chewing. We'll see you on Friday. Bye bye.
Back to the future. What's going on, gentlemen? Hey, you boys. Hello. How you feeling, Raymond? <laughs> Good. Ah, the old water in the afternoon. Still recovering? Ah, I feel better. Last night, not so much. It was a sloppy day for everybody at Foxborough. Yeah, some more than others. Mm. Some yeah. more than others. That was a bit of a mess. So uh, let me ask you this, Raymond. Did you yep. get any on your shirt? No. Go on. But I did, I did get it somewhere. Any Please. guesses? Any Please guesses? elaborate on. Um, so uh, what let me paint the, let me paint the picture. Paint so, the picture for me. Yesterday I went to the Patriots game with the Queen and our wives. We go there. I buy a thirty rack of beer and some high noons. It's just a nice festive day, you know. We're drinking. Beautiful weather, seventy four degrees. Drinking, 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 drinking. Well, I stopped like I usually do to go into the game, sober up before the drive home. So I'm feeling great. Problem was I hadn't taken a shit, which I've told you about, Richard. I did not shit. So this was a long day. I dropped the queen off at 630. My butthole starts to pucker because it's like, it's time. You need to release me. Mm. So I had to go to my Prairie parents' doggin. house. Yeah, so I had to go to my parents' house to pick up the kids. So on the way, it's a 15-minute drive, longest 15 minutes of my life. I get there, and I'm having cold sweats, cold sweats. And I'm like telling Kelly, I'm like, I'm going to shit my pants. And she's like, no, you're not, are you? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to shit my pants. So I finally pull into my parents' driveway, open the door, and I'm like, nope, I got to puke. And I just ran into the woods and started puking. Got it all in my hair, like holding my ass because I'm like, oh, I'm going to shit myself from the exertion of just puking all over the place. So then I run inside, put the shower on just to get some steam in there, and I just start shitting my life shitting, away. I'm shitting, I'm shitting, I'm shitting. I get out of the bathroom, and it's all in my hair. Apparently, I puked all in my hair. How do you puke in your hair? Great question. I don't know. Were you on the move? Well, no, you yeah, saw the way running. he had his hair just kind of like out like that. So it he wasn't was real. He was real arrogant with his hair through through the backwards hat, like he was a six year old with a wit with a wave. Um, so you must have you must have been moving forward, and then the, oh, and then yes, the, I was moving forward, and a hot dog came up too in the whole matter. That was the worst part. Do you, do you not chew? Apparently, <laughs> look at him. So okay, hold on, just back up a little bit. So. You drank all, you pre-gamed, uh, yep. you, you tailgated, yep. and then you didn't drink during the game. That was oh. your sober up time. Yep. Yet still, after a multiple hour ride home, yeah, uh, you got out of the car thinking that you had to go poo-poo, and really your body was like, it's got to come out somewhere. So, <laughs> so it came out my mouth. <laughs> Just and like, then, a, like a, this is big of a hot dog came out. Yeah, that's... I, I started choking on it. That's probably the problem. If you had just chewed properly, this whole thing could have been avoided. Well, yeah. secret secret here, Bobby, is my middle name is McPhee, and I just swallow those things whole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is really a choking hazard story, not a not a drinking hazard story. It sounds like yeah. just yeah, chew your died. food. I almost died. You guys are fucking thinking it's hilarious. Um, and then then you shit. Oh God, was it glorious? Didn't even spray at my parents' house. Just fucking washed my hands and walked out and said, bye, thanks for watching the kids. <laughs> what did they say when they saw this whole thing? They're just like, well, Ray's here. Just another normal day. Yeah. My dad's like, what are you doing? And then he saw me puke and he started laughing his ass off at me. And he goes, you're a fucking amateur. If you were drinking his mom Italian was like, lager. His mom was like, hey, get that out of me. My son's here. <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's talk about that sloppy day in Foxborough. The Patriots, uh, they they did pull one out. Speaking of pulling out, uh, they got one. Uh, <laughs>